Among other things. Thomas. Toth, please. Or the Great Great One. I do quite like that. How can that be? Am I not alive and in front of you? My eyes are not the only measure of proof. <laughs> now you believe that. Uh, you weren't really shot. Oh, I was shot. And I died rather painfully. Did I not? You did. And do you still demand proof, Agent Barnes? I do. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Divinity is a pretty extraordinary claim. It certainly is. Of course, I never claimed it. You just... If it's evidence you want, Trevor, you'll have it. But this uh, grain silo, it lacks the dramatic flair that I'm partial to. Follow me, please. Now, as for my divinity, I was in one aspect regarded by the ancient people of Egypt as a god, Toth, the god of the moon, wisdom, judge of the dead in the Hall of Truth. But you're not. I am not. Thank you. And also I am. <laughs> when I was first assigned to this project 200,000 years ago or so, your ancestors had hardly noticed the moon, let alone constructed mythology around it. Early hominids. The beginning of the path. Over time, we were regarded or disregarded as any number of things. We appear as our observers see us. Natural phenomena, angels, spirits, aliens. In Samaria, I was Ningazida, son of Enkli. The Persians associated me with Zarathustra, and the Egyptians called me Toth, among other things. I rather liked that take on me. The ibis head is quite striking. Were they all you? All the gods? Oh, goodness, no. This is far from a one-god job. Oh, you've met another recently. Several times, in fact. Seshat, mistress of the House of Books. Though you may know her as... Alice. Dorothy. She's developed a penchant for your popular culture. It helps her relate. Does it? Regardless, Seshad and I have the project to attend to, and that does not change even if our names and faces among the agents do. The project. Earth. Earth is a petri dish. The project is the sample within. Life. Close. Death. The undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns. For in that sleep of death what dreams may come. The dreams of the dead. Poetics are how your kind makes understandable the infinite. So, in a manner of speaking, yes. Each life writes its own record. All it's learned, experienced, love, hate, joy, loss, all of its questions and answers. All of it is recorded on a scroll of sorts. Brilliant invention, that, by the way. Seshat's idea. Fabulously intricate, though ultimately ephemeral. You see what I'm getting at here? The soul. The scroll comes back. We make a record of the writing. Then we scrub it and introduce it to a new agent at the time of birth. Used souls. I prefer refurbished. They work like new. They've just got a little extra character. Glitchy scrolls are a few and far between. Glitchy? Most scrolls are clean enough that it doesn't matter, but old writings can, on occasion, resurface in the scroll's new agent. Past life memory. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes much more. Years can pass, generations, before the old data bleeds through. Every few centuries, the writings pile up just right, and you get an Eratosthenes of Cyrene, an Aristotle, Da Vinci, 
A Buddha. And sometimes you end up with an aberration. Sometimes, yes. Then you have a Vlad Tepes. A Hitler. A Gacy. A Father Nesset. That's right. And you send the operator. Then, yes, I take on that aspect. You? I'm afraid so. You're right, Eve. We are quite dangerous to the great and the aberrant alike. Of course, I'm much gentler with the innocent. I don't arrive shrouded in light for the aberrant. If you can kill the monsters, why don't you? Ah, Epicurus's trilemma. That is a dangerous question, my friend. If I am unable to stop evil, I must not be all-powerful. If I can stop evil and I don't, I cannot be all-good. If I am both willing and able, then why does evil exist? Why didn't you save Evan? We'll take the lift from here. The walkway is a marvel of engineering, but it spirals all the way. It tends to make me dizzy toward the top. Why? I suppose because the circles get tighter. Climb aboard the lift, please. You know, this lift was designed... Why did you let Evan suffer? Trevor, this matter is deeply personal, and my answer will bring no comfort. Try me. Simply stated, it isn't my job, much as I would like it to be sometimes. What exactly is your job? To collect and process the scrolls, to learn what I can and make my report. Just data. No, no, not just data. I mean, yes, mostly data, but there's no just about it. Why do you need it? The data? The scrolls? That I cannot answer. Just like Thomas. No, Thomas would not answer your questions. I cannot. I have no answers for you. Every scroll, every bit of your lives matter, but to what end, I do not know. I do what I do because it is my path to follow. I have no more choice in that than you did in following yours. And that path is nearing its end. Eve, let's finish the job. The mother and father of a world without death, let's kill the monsters and give the world your gift. We can't. What? It isn't about the data. What? The data is important, but that's why the monsters have to roam free. That doesn't make any sense. The gods, or whatever they are, they didn't make us. They don't control us. They demand nothing of us. Any more than we make, control, or demand of bacteria. Wonderful. They just are. And they watch. And study. And guide, but we cannot interfere. The sample must remain pure. Do you know what a scientist does when a sample gets contaminated, Trevor? They clean out the petri dish. Precisely. And humans are not the only sample. The project would simply continue across thousands of other worlds. And if it's any consolation, Trevor, I don't take it lightly. I feel every life lost. And for that, you... What, deserve praise? Just understanding. That's all any of us has the right to ask for, and all we have to offer. My children, all of them, their scrolls have been recorded and sent back to Earth. Maybe some of the ink will still be there, will bleed through. No one is ever truly gone. I think I understand. I think I'm going to throw up. Try to contain that, please. Here we are. Welcome to the top of the tower. Thank you for joining us, Sesha. 
Do you have the items? The top of the tower. Five miles above the lunar surface. What is this place? Uh, my Egyptian friends might have called it the Hall of Truth. Is that an altar? It is the scroll processing and delineation device. The what? The soul catcher. As you say. This is where the scrolls come before... It's so peaceful. A place of rebirth. It is customary for our kind to present a gift to guests, and you two are quite distinguished, the first humans to visit in person. A gift from Jehudi, Lord of Hemenu, judge of the two combatant gods. For you, Agent 40208, Eve Fallon, an Ankh, an ancient symbol of everlasting life, spring eternal. When next you ease one's passing, hold the Ankh to their lips, escort them gently into the black, and know they will return. Thank you. For you, Agent 15068, Trevor Barnes, a pen. The ink will never run dry. Make good use of it, old friend. Is this a joke? Even now you're a skeptic. Or has it turned the corner? Have you become a cynic? It's not always easy to tell the difference. What did you say? The true skeptic must go in search of the very things of which they are skeptical. Only then can they eliminate... Or verify a claim. Dr. Mather... Trevor. Her very first persona. I think she was brilliant, don't you? You were playing us. The whole time. Have we always been pawns? Funny you should choose that word. Let me ask you this. In chess, which is the strongest piece? The queen. Easily. Who is the weakest? The pawn. True. And when the pawn finds itself on the opposite side of the board, it can become a queen. Can become the most powerful. You have reached the other side of the board. So the question becomes one of choice. Will you remain a pawn, or will you become a queen? See the board through a new lens and charge back into the game. You're sending us home. We cannot. Technically, that is true, but... Sir, this is far outside protocol. Indeed. Such an occasion was never conceived when protocol was being written. We cannot allow them to return. They know too much. It will pollute our sample. All of our work, the scrolls... Seshat is right. Of course. We cannot send you gallivanting back into the world on chess. So what are you going to do with us? I am going to offer you a choice. But you must trust me completely. Blind faith and cynicism are sides of the same coin, Thomas. Thomas Ott is dead, Trevor. But you were kind to me when I bore that name. I would like to repay that kindness if you would accept it. How? Call me by my name and know that I am what I say. How can I? Look. My God. What is that? Your world. Earth. It's beautiful. Is this real? See the proof in front of you. And beyond it, feel the truth. A new faith. Not cynical, not blind. Go in honest search, and you will find what you seek. It may not be as you hoped, or even as you imagined. But the monsters were real, and the gods did follow. Your hunt has been a success. Has it? Most assuredly. Now you say my name and accept my kindness? Toth. Lord of Hemenu, what shall I do with your gift? 
I was hoping you'd go with the great, great one, but nevertheless, that is an excellent question. You have traveled far, and the ink will soak deeply into your scroll, my friend. Far too deep to be overwritten. You've always wanted to write a book. Tell your story. Controversial, difficult, offensive even. Your work will be the road, however winding, that leads many to the truth. What if I spoil the sample? If the truth is so ridiculous as to be unacceptable to any but the mad... Hiding in plain sight. Show them the beacons, as Thomas showed you. It may not be an easy life, but it is one you can have peace with. Yes, Toth. And for you, Sashat. I am no guest here. Nevertheless, I thought it decent to offer you a token of my gratitude. A book. The book. All of the data. All of the scrolls. It's yours now. I I do not understand. Eve Fallon, will you accept my gift of the Ankh and all it entails? Sir, I will. I'm glad to hear it. My lord. You killed me, Eve. I never wanted to hurt anyone. You shot me. I only wanted to... You shot Trevor. I... And you would have killed him if Seshat had not intervened. These are truths. They are. You say you never meant to hurt anyone, but you did hurt us. I had a gift. A world without death. Yes. And you hope to accomplish that by killing. You see the inherent flaw, I presume. One last death. It seemed a fair price to never lose another. Killing writes deeply upon a scroll, haunts the bearer for the rest of their days and often longer. I imagine it does. But you would have done it. Even knowing the cost. I would have done whatever was necessary. I thought as much. You are well acquainted with death, Evelyn. You've eased the way for many to leave the world. We are all of us built to live and built to die. Even you? Even us. I know the hurt it gives you. And so it pains me to lay this at your feet. Toth. Press the Ankh to my lips. Take up my mantle and make it your own. Why me? My time has been long. I tried to be gentle, but it is not my nature. My ways are old, savage, outdated. What would you have me become? Become what you are. Death. Wisdom and mercy at the end of the path. You will feel each of them, some more than others, but you will know and feel them all. I understand. And what am I to do? You are Seshat, mistress of the House of Books. Keep what you've done here and grow from it. You will do what you do best, just as Eve will, just as Trevor will, and just as I have. The three of you will carry on the project. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord of Heaven. Yes, Toth. Where will you go? Where do gods go when they die? Uh, Valhalla always seemed like fun. You find humor in, in the, the strangest, strangest things. things. You've noted that. What is beyond the beyond? I haven't a clue. But this I do know. There is a plan. Three times great, great. Ah, finally. The chessboard. You said the queen is the most powerful. So she is. But the queen must be moved by a player. Unpack that for me. Who plays the game? Who makes the plan? Fascinating. Perhaps I'll find out. If I do, I'll call your show. (laughs) Now then, Eve, will you do the honors? Escort me into the black. Yes, Lord of Gemenu. Thank you, Lady of Gemenu. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
Did you feel his passing? I did. Was it painful? No. That is good to know. Eve? I'm sorry I called you crazy. You were right. To be fair, Trevor, I wasn't not crazy. I just wasn't entirely wrong. I'm sorry I tried to kill you. Thank you. For not killing me, but also for making me see this through. Thank you for being my partner, Agent Barnes. <laughs> so, your death... And wisdom. The operator. No, not that one. I'll find a new path for that aspect. And I am the earthbound part of our little trio. The new Thomas Ott. I think I can handle that. Will you be sending me back? A ship slipping through the fog, just like before. When the end comes. When it's my time. Eve. Will you come for me? And greet you as a friend. Mercy at the end of a path. Thank you. Goodbye, Trevor. Eyes to the skies. <laughs> Eyes to the skies. back with Trevor Barnes, host of Eyes to the Sky and author of a brand new book. Trevor, tell us about your book. This is all about your experiences with high strangeness. Thanks for the, uh, for the plug, George. It's, it's inspired and informed by my own experiences, sure, but I include other stories as well. The book is ultimately an exploration of aliens, monsters, and the like as a unique belief system unto itself. Now that's fascinating. How does that work? The way I see it, it's about the balance between faith and skepticism. You know, searching for these things, it requires both an adherence to visible evidence and an acceptance that our eyes are not the only measure of proof. Well, that certainly sounds like a belief system to me. Yeah. Well, it's a tightrope, but if you can walk it, if you're willing to go an honest search of seemingly ridiculous ideas, there's truth to be found. Well, I look forward to reading it. Your copy is in the mail as we speak. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts. Fantastic, Trevor. Where can our listeners find your book? Right. Uh, the, the book is called Cryptids, and it's available now online. And check out your local occult bookstores. They're stocking it pretty well. I've got a book tour coming, too, so uh, come on out. Uh, say hi. I'm sure lots of folks will. Best of luck. Anything else you'd like to share, Trevor? Just this. A lot of us are hurting. Frightened. But there is a plan. Take comfort in that. Don't despair. There is a plan. He seems at peace. He does. Toad chose well. With both of you. So... Here we are. 
Lady of Himenu. Mistress of the House of Books. How do you feel? I am scared. It would be foolish of you not to be. I have a lot to learn. You do. But you will learn how to learn it. Unpack that for me. Lesson one. That tiresome idiom must pass into the beyond with Toth. I can accept that. <sighs> What's lesson two? The entirety of life on this planet and how to be its goddess of wisdom and death. Shall we begin? You've been listening to Cryptids on your chosen podcast platform. Cryptids is created by Alexander V. Thompson. Starring Mariana McClellan, Alexander V. Thompson, William McNulty, Jenna Krasowski, and George Norrie. Written by Alexander V. Thompson. Directed by Devin Shepard. Produced by Nora Uncle, Devin Shepard, and Gabriel Rosenstein. Sound design by Gina Zidanowitz. Our theme song was Joanna by Mary Esther Carter. Cryptids was a production of Wild Obscura Films. One final note. Cryptids has been a true labor of love. This story has been trying to tell itself to me for a long time. I've been chasing this monster for the better part of a decade, in fact. If you've made it this far, then I thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the journey with me. Here's the thing, though. It isn't over. There are many more puzzles to be solved and many paths yet to follow, so go in on a search of your own monsters if you dare. And by all means, stay tuned right here. I look forward to sharing the journey with you again soon. And as always, we here at Cryptid's Podcast bid you eyes to the skies. <laughs>